Hi, and welcome to the SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. I am Charles Lewis, your client results advocate. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number... 351. 351. Like after 350 and right before 352. I'm glad you mentioned 350 because we have a tip from yeah. 350, and the tip is... Take advantage of outbound linking opportunities. Look, anytime you can link to a distributor, a manufacturer, or someone like that who has your product but is not necessarily a competitor to you, great outbound linking opportunity. Take advantage. Boom. Please remember, we are filmed live here in Houston, Texas. And Chuck and I, we're... We're actually your friendly local neighborhood top, top position, position snatchers. And w- our mantra is... Do not be a douche. I don't even know what I was about to say yeah, there. But I was our mantra is... stop you and tell you that's stop. not it. Whatever you it's was going to say. something else. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to... Hey, this is the last... We saw, I don't know, freestyle last free podcast. The next two podcasts are the 2016 Year in Review podcast. Yeah. So uh, we got an article for you today. That article yeah, this article is, is called The SEO Trends to Prepare for in 2017. I was like, this is probably a pretty cool article. Dude named Pratik posted this article on Search Engine Land. And so I was looking at it like to see if we were kind of in tune with what's right. trending, what's yeah. going on, and some of these things we are. And so we'll dive in in a minute. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, if this is the first time you've listened to the podcast Howdy, welcome. Before I finish that sentence that we usually say, if you're in a position to have some sort of electronic device, we would what should they what should they do? Hey, Chuck? Tweet us. Use the hashtag SEO Podcast. Uh, tag us in it at eWeb Results at Best SEO Podcast. That way we can follow you back. And, and do stay all of our connected. Stuff. So again, howdy to those people who have tuned in for the first time. If you've tuned in before, you know the segment that we're going to skip. The way this works is yes. if we get a review and we get at least ten shikos. Yeah, psycho. That's an eWeb Results branded term for for social media engagement. Stands for shares, likes, and follows. Shikos. I had to ask Chuck how to spell it, and he of course knew how to yeah. spell it. Um, so if we get ten shikos, <laughs> if we get ten shikos, and we get Get, uh, one review, then we skip. We don't tell you exactly the laborious process of how to write a review. We will go through and tell you how you can connect with us on our profiles on certain platforms yeah. and the way to connect with us. Send us a message. One of them is Facebook Live. Right now, we got Marcus tuned in, punching the face to you, Marcus. Um, so that's one of the ways. The other ways and are two on the, other people, apparently. Yeah. Whoever that might be. Yeah, just type something, hit something, and we'll know who you are. Um, the other ways are, I don't know, you could go to Facebook.com slash eWeb Results, Twitter.com slash eWeb Results, Instagram.com slash eWeb Results, YouTube.com slash eWeb Results, and we finally have the LinkedIn.com slash company slash eWeb Results. All Put of those. Face to you. Yeah, we'll get you to our profile. Please do the shikoing, the, the requisite shikoing on those platforms. Yes. Punch in the face to Brian and Vincent. Boom. Good to see you guys Appreciate here connected on Facebook Live. Um, let's see. What do we have next? I have, if you're a PHP genius or a WordPress guru, we're probably looking for you. you. Go ahead and submit an audio resume, 713-510-7846. Uh, we'll get back to you uh, based on what that says in that audio resume. If you would like a free comprehensive website profit analysis yeah. Oh, yeah, you can get it from us, and all you need to do is go to eWebResults.com, click that button, the green button that you can't miss, yeah. and uh, and fill out the form. 
Do we have any algo cats for today? No algo cats. We today. do not. This is this kind of makes me a little sad that that the last free podcast. Well, we can squeeze one in, right? Maybe we can squeeze yeah, one, get one in, in on next week. I mean, depending on what's what's out there, but you know, you know, with, with panda and penguin kind of running in the core now, yeah. there is no you like know, cataclysm. It's just always exactly. ever present until they decide to. Make a new change. That's a new big change. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. All right, well, I do have a little bit of news. And uh, the news I got, I was just reading an article. So they are looking, they being like the emissions, uh, I don't know, uh, police are looking at EP, whatever, EPA, something. At Porsche, right? Because because um, Volkswagen had that issue where they had written specifically written the software that if you were in a situation where it looked like you were getting an uh, an emissions yeah, to, test, to read off a different number, to show different numbers, yeah. Um, and by the way, I thought this, what, one of the things I thought was interesting. So obviously Porsche, uh, VW uh, associated, so they're looking at them. I just thought it was interesting that they just suspended some engineers. Which, you know, what that really means is somebody above them, they didn't deserve to get fired because somebody above them said, look, I don't care what you have to do. Well, they got just, had orders to do it. Yeah. And so it's like, dude, don't take our jobs, dog. We was really following instructions. If you take our jobs, <laughs> yeah. we will be revealing information. Remember that me- memo, um, email or memo that you shouldn't have sent? Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Michigan is the first to pass comprehensive self Driving regulations. Uh, it's pretty cool. Of course, they have a little, little, uh, I don't know, a little gotcha in it, a little caveat, if you will. And mm-hmm. that is, uh, in order to have a fully self-driving vehicle, you must be associated with a manufacturer. <laughs> right? It's Michigan, Detroit, lots and of manufacturing. Are... So, oh, of course, so Uber so cannot Yeah, they have... have to be affiliated with Ford or Chevy or whoever yeah. making the self-driving vehicle. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so they can't come out with the Uberville. With their own Uber, yes, <laughs> exactly. The, the well, if they came out with the Uberville, right? It had to be manufactured by Ford. No, because they could manufacture it. The, so the issue is Uber on its own can't, can't start putting on the road vehicles that are self-driving and, you know, like self-driving taxi vehicles, taxi mm-hmm. type vehicles. You have to be a manufacturer. So if Uber started oh, manufacturing the vehicles, then, then they, they would could do it. be able to get away with it, so... All right. Uh, and then finally, uh, man, this, this makes me a little nervous. I just flew uh, to Panama this mm-hmm. last weekend, and the government's kind of debating phone calls on an airplane flight, right? So they got Wi-Fi now, mm-hmm. so you could do calls on Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Man, I, don't, I just, I have, I, they're not allowed right now, and people have annoyed me because you know, the, the, they've already closed the cabin. Somebody's there chatting on a phone. And I'm like, you're not even, like, first off, you're annoying me because you're so loud. And second, you're not even supposed to be on the yeah, phone yeah, right you're now. You're supposed to be in airplane mode right now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if they take my vote, I'm totally against it. I don't want any phone calls on planes. So, I'm usually, I fly frequently. I'm usually plugged in. Headphones on. I can care less. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I usually, as long as I got a window seat, you know what I'm And your headphones in. Yeah, yeah, like my phone is fully charged. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm pretty good. I yeah. can care less. Yeah. Well, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, that's the news. You got some news? I got one piece of news that I thought was interesting, although Google hasn't replied to me yet, but I definitely tried it. Right. So now they're allowing you to dig this. Google is allowing you to search Google from Twitter with an emoji. 
I'm going to repeat that. Uh, Google yeah. is allowing you to search Google through Twitter with an emoji. So you use like a Google emoji or Tweet something? at Google, right? Right. With, a, with an emoji. Uh, a pizza emoji. And they will tweet you back with a link of pizza restaurants. Tweet them with a... So my tweet was with the barbershop emoji, right. the little barber pole, trying to see if they're going to send me back a link for the local barbershops. I don't know what's going to come back. Right. But um, if you... Uh, an emoji of a car... You'll get a listing back of like places to buy or rent cars. Wow, that's interesting. So that's like so. I remember back in the so day, they literally tweeting you a link to a Google search result. So I remember back in the day, I used to get people to you could text Google mm-hmm. right and do searches, and then they would respond. So they just kind of migrate. I, yeah, yeah not even a big stretch. It's kind of surprising that since Twitter was founded on SMS, that it's taken this long for it to happen, right? Yep. Although the emoji part. The emoji part is maybe what it was. Maybe the search was already there, and now it's just the emoji aspect. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. I, I At the same that, time, though, but the time it takes to open up Twitter, the find the emoji, right? Emojis yeah. are never, unless it's one you always use, use yeah. and it's in your favorites. Other yeah. than that, you're going to spend, you know, 40 seconds I gotta, finding so you, the emoji. So you open up Google... Search for the emoji that's exactly. that you need. Copy it, paste it in. Not Twitter. even copy it. You gotta download it, install, install it, it and yeah. yeah. So it, yeah, I can. I'm definitely gonna file that under things I will actually not even try. Well, you're not millennial. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you're on Twitter all day and you get it, I, I feel like pizza. You were in Twitter and just stay in Twitter. Probably and you tweet your emoji, get a link back, and then they actually saved you from having to go search for the pizza restaurant nearest me. Are millennials right. that lazy? <laughs> <laughs> I would question: Is that really lazy, or is yeah, that just, just efficient? Smart. It's smart and efficient. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. We'll call it lazy. All right, so we have yeah. our first review on Instagram. Oh, IG review. Yeah, there's not even like like five stars or anything. Can't even give it anything. But this one is from Rich Ducat. Uh, you guys are probably my favorite pu- uh, people in the world to listen to. <laughs> That's what's up. Punch in the face, man. Yeah. Thank you for the podcast, and thanks for the amazing advice. It has pulled me out of some serious motivational slumps countless and countless times. Punch in the face, team. Man, Rich Ducat. I understand yeah. the motivational slumps, man, especially when you're doing marketing. Yeah. Right? If you've built this site, you've optimized the site, the content's good, your link profile straight, and it's just not ranking. This page not working. You're just yeah. like, what? Why is this page not converting? What's going on? You being a motivational slump. I get it. I'm glad we can help you get out of that. Boom. Punch in the face to you. All right. And I've actually got two questions. Did you want to get to Marcus? So Marcus Fox asked us a question on Facebook Live. He says, tell me about AMP pages. Then the second question was, and how can I use these in my e-commerce site? So AMP pages are, are accelerated mobile pages. Those are pages that work on Google, on your website, and on like Facebook has their own version of AMP pages also. And these pages are made specifically for the purpose of ranking extremely fast and being extremely user-friendly on mobile devices. They usually lack all of the other things that make a page up, like the background coding and heavy images and things like that. And it's really just focus on the content, right? So that's your AMP pages. Um, there are plugins you can use if you're using WordPress that automatically create some of those. Hopefully that'll help. Now, Part two of his question, if you're on WordPress and you're trying to do e-commerce, then you're probably using a plugin like WP Commerce or WooCommerce or something like that. And that same WordPress plugin that's doing your AMP pages should work on those product pages because they use the same template file in WordPress. Yep. 
Marcus, let me know if that worked for you. I personally haven't done any AMP pages for any e-commerce sites. Frankly, uh, a couple e-commerce clients we had, AMP wasn't even the in then. Yeah. <laughs> and so it really wasn't um, on our on our forte to do. But I do know for sure there's a plugin that you can use uh, that should make that process much simpler. Okay, cool. Cool. Let's Hope keep that it. works, man. Hit me up. Let me know. Punch in the face to you, Marcus. Always tuning in and uh, get asking us good questions. Uh, all right, this is another review. This is on Facebook, and it is, of course, five stars. It's from David Sullivan. Hey, you from Australia. Just want to say thanks. Thanks heaps oh, you for the podcast. Do this in the Australian voice. I know you thought about it, <laughs> man. Australia, <laughs> right, I used to. All right, mate. <laughs> Just want to say thanks heaps for the podcast. That's straight, <laughs> British. straight British, yeah. So I, well, I guess kind of. No, I mean they're Brits. They're officially Brits. Yeah. It's just like I was once doing an improv show, and the guy was like, "Do a do a British accent," and I, all I got at the moment was a Scottish accent. And he was like, "That's Scottish." He, he didn't say "you bastard," but nor- <laughs> normally he would have. And I was like, uh, "Yeah, they're Brits. That's where we're just going. We're going with British at this point." Anyway. Mm-hmm. I only discovered you a week ago, but have totally binge listened since then. Whenever I'm driving around, Hold on. we got a binge listener, dude. That's what's a up. Binge listener, punch in the face to you, David. Uh, I work for a web SEO and IT company. Your content is always great, to the point, and relevant, and helps me with my hate of reading posts. Hey, we're happy to help there. I am mm-hmm. always part of the BNI. I am. I'm also dude, part local. of a BNI business group in Australia. And your content has given me much inspiration in what to say and how to make it relevant for well, others in the room. That's awesome. That's what's yeah, up. We, 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 We've yeah, participated we, in B&I at times. For years. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, at times. For years is better. Uh, I must say, I did at first get annoyed with the potatoes part of the segment. However, this may have been because I was listening to two to three podcasts a drive. However, once I understood why it was done, my attitude changed and have now started enjoy- to enjoy the segment because it is so important to your company, brand, and podcast. Man, punch in the face. Yeah. Are you, are you he got to- it. Yeah. yeah, he actually got it. I will continue listening and enjoying. Thanks for all the hard work you guys put in. Again, David Solon, punch in the face. Punch in the face to you, man. How is BNI in Australia working out? Um, I was yeah. part of a BNI group for about two years and um, it was, you know, sim- moderately successful. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, just curious to know how it looks down under. Yeah. And then finally, this is a shorter review. It is also five stars. It is Josh Keaton. I've been listening to your podcast for a while. Somehow you guys make SEO entertaining. Keep up the good work. Hey, that's that's our work. That's what, that's we, what do. we do. Punch yeah. in the face to you, Josh. Uh, and I'm going to save these questions actually for next it's time, fun. I think. Right. Yeah, one for year in review one, one for year in review two. There so. we go. We'll get this moved on. So that, do you have any? I got some patiffs. I got some patiffs and one piece. Oh, I did my news. uh, One patiff though. So this patiff goes to Bright Design UK. They hit us up on Twitter at Bright Design UK. They say at eWord Results. Love your work. Our team have been all enjoying your late podcast. Thought you would enjoy our hashtag SEO jokes. Okay. Then she had a link to some jokes. So I got a joke for you. All right, cool. What? Why do SEOs love the farmers market? Why do SEOs love the farmer's market? Yeah. I do not know. Lots of organic content. <laughs> <laughs> we are nerds. Yeah, okay. Nice. One more. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. What does, the, <laughs> what does the SEO use besides consonants? What does the SEO use besides consonants? Mm-hmm. 
Vows, more consonants. Disavow. Disavows. <laughs> ow. Ow. <laughs> All right, last joke. Last joke. Okay. What's a pirate's favorite way to expand their SEO knowledge? A pirate's favorite way to expand their SEO knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's not reading, it's uh, Google Maps. <laughs> Webinars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so man, punch in the face to you, Bright Design UK. I did get a kick out of your SEO jokes. Uh, That's what's up. And my last punch in the face goes to Aditha Morali. Been emailing them back and forth. Uh, He created a new list, right? You know, everybody's been putting us on these podcast lists. So he created a list of the 121 free podcasts that will make you a successful marketer. Um, And he listed us as number 21. Boom. I appreciate that. Punching the face to you. It's at TechWise, T-E-C-H-W-Y-S-E dot com. Go there, search free podcast, check his list out, tell me what you think. I think that means we can drink now because we're, yeah. we're 21, we're 21 on, the, on the list. On the list. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. That is the potatoes of the podcast. It's time to get into the meat. Yeah. So like I said, I want to give a good punch in the face to a guy named um, Pratik, Pratik Dolakia. If I messed that up, Pratik, I'm sorry. But dig, he posted this when you article. Say if because I may have got it yeah. right, you know, what I'm <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it is in the realm of possibility. Exactly. But he posted this article on Search Engine Land. It's called um, SEO Trends to Prepare for in 2017. It's like in three weeks, yep. right? So, what kind of SEO trends uh, should you be preparing for that you need to either make changes to your site or to your marketing campaign or whatever it is. So he starts off by saying, um, number one is um, optimization for user intent, right? Optimization for user intent. He's calling this an SEO trend to look out for next year, 2017. And the key here is understanding that that users, what the intent of their search, everyone's search term or search query might not necessarily line up with the intent. And Google is doing a great job of understanding what user intent is. Matter of fact, he goes on to say, users are now entering full queries or phrases in search engines, which gather data and to provide results more effectively. And he's right, especially with voice search and things like that people aren't just going after you know the two phrase key the two word key phrase or or things of that nature the three word phrase no they're searching long sentences and 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 getting out full thoughts and so you want to make sure that you understand the intent of these searches so you can put the right content in place and have the right results to show for said intent one of the things i added here was understand what they're looking for Right. Figure out what these people are looking to your site for. Why are they coming? What search term bought them there? Which pages did they look at the most? How long did they stay on those pages? That'll help you kind of identify what this person is looking for. And then you can cater your content to their intent. What you don't want to do is create content based off of what you think people want or what you feel they want or, frankly, what you want them to have when it's not necessarily what What they're looking for. Exactly. You want to cater your content to the intent of the user so when they search, have a higher likelihood of being found and actually providing a service to them. Providing value. Number two. Number two. We're talking SEO trends to prepare for in 2017. Number two, he says, more rich answers and snippets. And, and he's mm, right. Yeah. You know, it seems like every once a month we do a podcast where Google has made a change. And now there's more information in the rich snippets and the yeah. knowledge graph. And so we can just expect that to keep growing. And, and the recent, recently, animal sounds, uh, for, uh, symptoms. It was the cold symptoms, the top 200 medical issues, right. uh, the top 200 me- uh, animal sounds. Right. Um, um, 
uh, they're doing live scores and all kind of right. stuff with athletics now. And so it's going to be more and more stuff that's coming in the knowledge graph. And so you need to prepare yourself. Matter of fact, he says Google will often display the required information directly in the search results, along with other helpful websites, videos, movies, or event information, or even specific dates. And he's right. With all of this information being in the knowledge graph, then they're really removing the opportunities for people to click through. Right. Which is not necessarily a bad experience for the Google user. Sucks for the company because yeah. now you don't get that click. Right. right. And so I think what you have to do is mark your site up. First off, prove yourself as an authority yeah. that can help you get placed in a knowledge graph. Step one, get there. Yeah. Step one, be an authority. And step two, and this is and these are probably interchangeable, but step two, use schema to mark up the certain content that's on your site that you would want to show in right. a knowledge graph. So that way the content's marked up well, Google knows exactly what it is, and you've made yourself an authority. And so that way when people search you, increase your chances of your content being shown as a rich snippet in the knowledge graph. If not, then it just probably won't show. Number three. Number three, cross-channel marketing. I thought this was a good one. I was yeah. having this conversation with some other people. Yeah. yeah. And don't get it confused with multi-channel. Matter of fact, he says multi-channel simply means establishing a presence on more than one platform. Right. But cross-channel means you're using several channels to market your brand in an integrated way. And so I to, tro, totally and truly. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Make up words. <laughs> believe, believe that, that uh, cross-channel marketing is not only going to be a trend moving into the next year. It's a trend that's been growing this year. Yeah. We talk about attribution a lot, and that's a component of cross-channel marketing. Well, that makes attribution a pain in the yeah, butt. Yeah, a huge pain. Who cares if it works? At the end of the day, you, you, it's just something you need to do. So, so for example, my, my kind of running example is, is Jordan Shoes. Right. Right. So, so if I was doing some cross-channel marketing, then I might have a, an, a paid AdWords campaign, frankly, merchant account set up for Jordan Shoes. Right. Click this link. You can buy them, and that's one channel, right? Then I may have a, um, a Facebook campaign and some Twitter campaigns and some Instagram campaigns just focusing on, on a certain type of Jordan shoe. Right. Same, different channels, right. same market, same right. target, right? Then I may do uh, an optimized web page on my site for that. We may do a white paper about why you should get these Jordans instead of those Adidas and that sort of deal. And all of these are different channels that are crossing because of the same target and the same product. Cross-channel marketing will continue to grow as we move into the next year, mainly because there's so many different channels out there now and then like channels within channels, right? So you can call social media Technically, a yeah, channel. channel right. But then, if you look at social, is this paid is social? Is it, yeah. is it is it live video? Right. Is it this? Is it that? And so, so cross channel marketing is one of those things that's going to continue to grow. And as a as a as a marketer, um, you're going to have to be abreast of it and take advantage of it. It's just necessary, or you're going to miss out on traffic and leads. Number four. Four. Increased mobile growth. This is a good one. This is the trend we've been seeing since 2015. It won't stop next year. It'll only continue to grow. Um, increase mobile growth. He said um, traffic distribution has been shifting away from desktop and moving towards mobile devices. And many websites are already getting the majority of their traffic from mobile devices. It's true. All the analytics I've been looking at for a bulk of our clients over the last two weeks are definitely seeing a trend in more mobile traffic than desktop traffic. And so I'll kind of add this for those who, who haven't benefited from this increased mobile growth. Look, 
a mobile version, mobile friendly content is is not a luxury anymore. <laughs> this is a necessity. <laughs> this is something you must be doing. This isn't something that you can get to later or something that's not going to be a big deal. No, this is something that you your business can't fail if you're not optimizing your site for mobile traffic. Period. Now, yeah. There is going to be an increased mobile growth, and that increase will continue to go up. Yeah. And frankly, the bigger tablets and phones get, and the smaller these laptops and devices get, it will probably be all mobile growth by 2020. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you have uh, the right type of mobile content, punching the face to you, Marcus, being interested in AMP pages. Yeah. This is addresses that type of situation. He's right, on, right ahead of the game, right? Number five, voice search. Is the next big thing. Yeah. Right. We're talking uh, SEO trends in 2017. Voice search is the next big thing. He says it has become one of the fastest growing search options. The appeal is undeniable. It's hands free. It's fast and it's futuristic. He's right. I love voice search. Yeah. I voice search anything. I look for reasons to voice search. I bought a remote for my TV at home because I got a computer connected. So and it had voice on it. Right. Horrible experience, by the way. Like, you're so used to your phone, you're like, oh, I need to type a message. And so you press the thing and talk and type a message. So I was looking for that functionality. It doesn't work. I got to, like, open Google, press the chat, hold the button. I can go, let go of the button. Anyway, it's it's a nightmare. Get that, but it, it kind of works. Xfinity, yeah. Xfinity is, comes with it in the remote. I'd be like, oh, play Empire. So how do, it's a PC, right? So I've got some movies for the kids on the PC. I want to like search stuff, YouTube, whatever. By the way, I don't have to YouTube anything. I just put on Pokemon and my and they're good. zones out. Like, it's kind of cool. Voice search. If we're talking about. It's definitely the next big thing. And so I wanted to add this to it. Let me just show you how much voice search is growing. What's the what's the what's the gift craze this year? Alexa, oh, Google yeah, Home, yeah. I was all of those devices. Hatchable, but I don't think that's the. I know your kids are past the hatchable. <laughs> Have you heard? About I'm talking hatchables? about for tech people. Have you heard about hatchables? Yes. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm glad anyway. my children are older. Yeah. Mine are teenagers now. I, but um, I find it easy. I'm just like you are not getting one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know, <laughs> you know the whole Arnold Schwarzenegger shopping yeah. for that one. You're just not getting one. Then that's just it. <laughs> but Google Home, yeah. Alexa, and all these other devices. Amazon has one, and uh, Cortana and Apple yeah. has one. You know they they operate off voice search. Yep. You know you're asking a command, and it's literally doing a search query and then returning with an the audio- infographic, basically. Yeah. It's returning with an audio result. Yeah. And so this same concept fits big here. Another reason for that schema markup. Another reason to have your site optimized and mobile friendly. Another reason to write your content in a way that's semantic and contextual and not necessarily just keyword stuff and, and optimized. Yeah. Because you want to be uh, um, 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 relevant yeah. and comparable to, to a voice search. Somebody using a Google Home, they're not going to do keyword AC repair. No, it's going to be find somebody to come fix my AC. It's hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then you need content on your site that's, that's referencing that. Because yeah. if not, then you won't get found in that type of search. Right. That was it. That was the last one. Oh, we yeah, have a six? Nope. It was just right. five. It was just five of them. So, uh, I was ready to do a six. By the way, I meant knowledge graph when I said infographic. <laughs> I do realize that those devices that you speak to and then that speak back to you cannot do an infographic. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed you meant knowledge yeah. graph. I just was like, okay, he must have meant knowledge graph. <laughs> All right. 
So punch in the face to you, critique man. Great articles, mm. SEO trends to prepare for in uh, in twenty seventeen. That's what's up. That is what's up. Do we have any uh, any? Only other thing, if I was going to add something to this article, yeah. I would say the fact that a lot of platforms and a lot of like Facebook is doing this, Twitter's doing this, um, uh, uh, allowing you to purchase. You know, within the apps, right? There's some new stuff yep. that's been growing on. And so for all my people who are doing e-commerce and things like that, you want to make sure that you're taking advantage of these different ways of letting people pay because everybody's going to shop differently. Yep. They're going to shop in the method they're comfortable with. And if they're comfortable, you know, using their card and syncing it up with Twitter and making purchases through this way, then you need to be able to sell your products there. And so I would say as another trend to add on to this is the different ways that people People will be actually participating in in e-commerce and buying stuff online. Make sure that you uh, keep your site applicable to, to all of those options. Another thing I kind of want to put in, but remember it's SEO trends, mm-hmm. but live video, right? So that's, I don't know how you lump that in SEO, Yes, but, but it's, necessary. it's online marketing, yeah. right? We, we, we've kind of, I think we certainly understand the component inside of our office and handle SEO separately. And at the same point, like... The smallest comprehensive package you can get with us is SEO and PPC. The next one is is social media, which would quickly get to live video. Yeah. And so um, it's just necessary. Yeah. It's yeah. just necessary. Live video, especially when you consider how all of these platforms are geared towards sharing and notification. Like you go on live Facebook, it's going to immediately bam, 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 send it out to everyone who has the highest likelihood of watching your video. Yeah. And then as soon as those drop off, it's going to redo it again to the second set of people who have the highest likelihood to watch a video that's traffic yeah now even though it's not traffic to your website it's traffic to your facebook page it's still traffic nonetheless and these people will help bolster your brand which will eventually bring traffic to your site you know, we, video we always say that kind of the google algorithms out there collecting information about what does the the larger and more successful organization that does what you do, mm-hmm. what do they look like? Are they doing Facebook Live? Are they doing tweets? Are they mm-hmm. doing Facebook in general? What does that look like? And the more you can mirror what those big behemoths look like, the more credibility you're going to get in Google's eyes. Yep. And then, of course, great content. So that's absolutely. So, yeah, punch in the face to you, critique. Great article. Any, any what news? Uh... No, no what news. You can do like what news for a $130 hatch, hatchable. Mm. So I was going to kind of do what news. So this is kind of applicable, so I'll right, do let's it. Let's do it. What news. So <laughs> you've been seeing the, 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 uh, the, the mannequin challenges? Oh, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. So this one, what news, goes to, goes to a group of gangbangers. Right. They were in Huntsville, Alabama. Okay. Right. This is ridiculous. Twenty the state I was them, born in. Yeah. Okay, so twenty of them, game bangers, thugs, whatever you want to call them, they get the bright idea to do a mannequin challenge. Right. And the mannequin challenge is of is is of a drive by shooting, <laughs> dude. So they got like five cars out there, twenty people, everybody holding weapons, and they're mannequin challenging the drive by shooting. Right. The problem is, like <laughs> no, that, the problem is. Same week, same week, Huntsville Police Department gets the video. They immediately recognize three of the people. Two of them have warrants. They check Facebook. They did it from the drug house. (laughs) 
And so the police used the Facebook mannequin challenge, used the video that was posted on Facebook of them doing the mannequin challenge to go back to that exact same house, raid them, take all of them to jail, find all of the guns and drugs. Yeah. I bet the video was good, though. Video was awesome, dude. It was like, man, he's actually been still holding this big-ass gun. But but, (laughs) I thought that was amazingly so stupid <laughs> just like this so what what are you in for mannequin challenge mannequin challenge exactly <laughs> so That's one i only bought that one because mannequin challenge was trending as viral as ticky was still kind of fit but definitely blank stare because like come on yeah use somebody else's account or <laughs> don't do it for that <laughs> yeah yeah you just don't do it um all right, so if you're... Dude told me uh, FBI stands for, you know, Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> They're monitoring you. Experts on yeah. Facebook and Instagram. Hey, if you like this podcast, we're going to ask you to do one simple thing. Share this podcast with three people and uh, go ahead and do it right now. We'll, we'll, we'll wait. Yeah, if you're on Twitter, just hit share and then tag three of your favorite people. You Maybe you're watching live. Go ahead and share. Tag three of your favorite people. Or, or if you're an Instagram user, then go ahead and swipe it, screenshot it, share it, tag three of your favorite people. Appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet, the internet, call your results for increased revenue in your business. Our phone number is 713-592-6724. If you have a referral that somebody's interested in any of the plethora of services available on the internet, website design, social media, all of those platforms. Email marketing, email pay-per-click marketing. management. It's search engine optimization, remarketing, remarketing, custom website design. I got a call from uh, from a guy who's like uh, one of our clients referred him, and the reason he called our clients to find out who we were is because he's seeing his banners everywhere. Right? <laughs> he's like, whatever those guys are doing, I want them to yeah, do yeah, it yeah. for us. So, so remarketing. Go ahead and send that referral to us. That referral pays their bill. We pay you. Nice and simple. Hey, so remember this. This is exciting. This is the last podcast you're going to hear before the uh, Guinness World Record event. The Guinness Book World Record event, I'm saying it wrong, doesn't matter, it's late, uh, is uh, is December 16th at noon until December 17th at noon. That's 24 hours. 24 hours. Make sure you tune in uh, if you're if you're out not in the Houston area. If you're in the Houston area, you need to get to this event. Yeah. It is not just come and get interviewed. It is an event. It's a network. Networking, it's gonna be a party. We got a DJ, SEO rapper will be there. I'm debuting a new song, it's called Internet Marketing Only. We're gonna debut the video. We got tons of business owners gonna be there, all getting interviewed. Food is gonna be there, so it's an opportunity to participate in something that's gonna be groundbreaking and across the world. And so, you just want to be a part of that. There's definitely some residual linkage you can get from that. Then, you want to take advantage of the networking opportunity. There's gonna be plenty of business owners and other people here in the city um, that you're gonna. Want to rub shoulders with? Absolutely. Microsoft is one of our sponsors, so this isn't you know you go to some events and they're like, okay, everyone here is a super small business or sole sole proprietor. That may not fit for you. Um, come to this event. We've got big uh, big businesses who mm-hmm. are in intense. It's at the Bay Area Regional Medical Center. When's the first or last time you've ever been to uh, a networking, networking event, event at, a, at hospital. a hospital? That's how big it is. We're also having it there because it is a twenty four hour stream. <laughs> if anything happens to us and we you know we're out of there or whatever, they just you know roll us downstairs into the emergency room. Yeah, because I thought about doing it at the Microsoft store, and I was like, 
Yeah, they close at nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it would be like then people knocking on the mall door, trying to break in. Yeah, not not a good thing. Um, yeah, so upsocialnetwork.com. Make sure you check us out. And, Go check it out, register, tune in. And, and when he says register, that means secure your time slot because those yeah. time slots are filling up. Make sure that you can get the time slot that you want. Um, please remember we were filmed live here at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106, Houston, Texas, 77092. You can get the audio, video, and transcript Mm -hmm. of this podcast at our website, ewebresults.com. We are the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes, and and you can hear it in this review. I mean, this is is awesome. He kind of didn't like it at at the beginning, now loves it, punching the face back to David. Um, Was it David? Yeah, it was David. And uh, and thank you guys for making us the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. You you looking right there, mucho gracias. Go ahead and share it with three other people right now <laughs> alright until the next podcast my name is Chris Burris and Charles Lewis bye bye for now slightly raised up eyebrow highbrow tamely gamely headed my way cool as mountain snow girl glow girl pining shining needing some play Balance check, balance check, three, five, one, uh. SEO Podcast 351, Chris and Chuck finna turn it up and get it done. The fun just begun, so please here we come, so turn it up, listen loud, man. Uh, and that's it. I'm here we come. <laughs> here we come, SEO Podcast 351. Let's Boom. go. Boom.